0: Alright, welcome to the podcast. This is a first ever podcast found out from the test run that it's not, you know, three-minute song. It can go forever, but there's a little bar that goes three minutes and then continues on. Um, I need podcast ideas, alright? I'm not going to sit around and just mumble about myself. I can actually, I kind of can do that. I really can. Um, This is weird. I've never really done a podcast and managed to get through with it. It's gonna be. It's also weird because I'm by myself. I don't have a co-host. And I don't want to look for a co-host, not yet. I don't want to do it with somebody I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find people. I'm gonna find people. I'm probably gonna do another episode this weekend, and do it with my brother or something or a few friends. And I'm gonna continue the podcast then. Probably talk about games and stuff. But for now, I'm, I still need podcast ideas. Um. I need other things to talk about to think about. You know, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a weird subject, you know, I, I don't understand this whole podcast thing, you know, I, I I like it, it's cool, you know, you hear people talk about their opinions on certain subjects, like for me, I like video games, I love video games, I love soccer, I love food, you know, no, I'm, I'm just an all-around person that loves things in general, you know, and I can personally talk for hours upon hours just doing that. I don't think it's possible with this, but if it is, it's kudos to you, app. But, uh, so, oh, oh, sweet, there we go. My finger's starting to hurt from holding the button. I <laughs> think my dumbass couldn't read. Um, I'm thinking about just, like, writing, not writing, talking about, see, like, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I genuinely don't know what to talk about, because, like so this is a beta test run. That did not go well with the sentence. This is like a a demo, you know. And uh, you know, like I said, if this goes well, I might continue this. You know, I I need things to do. You know, and this is probably one of them. And I've always wanted to do a a podcast. I've I I got influenced by other podcasts like Off Topic, uh, the Rooster Teeth Podcast, Chris Leo's Congratulations Podcast. Uh, Total Soccer Show podcast And a bunch of other great podcasts That I listen to a lot um, You know they, it, it it just sounds cool You can just talk to your friends People you're close with About subjects that you guys both like in common Or have you know other people around the world find in common And it's really cool And I've always wanted to do one And now I'm Well I feel like now I'm attempting to do one Right? I don't know if you can hear my fingers popping I'm just going to pop on my fingers real quick I oh, don't hurt Oh, that one, that one, that one's not going to pop. I got it. Uh, come on. Oh, God. All right, sweet. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I can record this for a long time, but not going to be totally published out there, you know? Oh, this is killing me. This is genuinely killing me. You know, I, I can't think of a podcast idea. and I'm, This is like a a demo test run. That still doesn't make any sense. I keep messing that up. Um, I don't know what to talk about. I'm probably going to do another one with my brothers sometime soon, or a few friends sometime soon, and record things. Oh, I want to talk about something. Um, something I really want to talk about is, uh, the theories that the world is going to end on April 18th, which is today. And, uh, here's your answer. (laughs) Clearly it didn't happen because I'm talking. Um, it's currently... Tennessee. it's six thirty two p m and nothing's happened you know and I, I personally I don't believe in these rumors and stuff like that about the world and it's like you know I'm a Christian I probably should have said that but you know I believe and, you know I go to church you know and there's things in the Bible there's was thing in the Bible called the rapture and you know I don't want to go too in depth about it, but basically it's like basically the world ending but you know it's more some it's it's more complex it's a, it's a, for me it's a complex thing to talk about because i it's it's a weird subject for me. Um but I don't really other than that, I don't really believe in, you know, aliens and other life forms and stuff like that. I mean I, I yeah, I get it, it's 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 something that can be talked about, as a subject that can uh be intrigued by other people. But uh for me it's something that I'm not really into, you know. I don't really find you know, I find myself interesting, you know, it's intriguing and all, but Um, It's something I'm not going to want to devote my time into and put all my beliefs in to something like that, you know. Like, for me, I don't, I don't, uh, I I don't know how to say this without having it come off offensive. Not offensive, you know, off, there we go. Um, You know, there are people people out there with other beliefs. And certain beliefs don't allow you to believe in other things unless, and you know, you'll be punished. In those, by in any way possible, in those beliefs, you know, and I, I feel like that might happen. That that could have that's a possibility with with what I believe and what I am, you know. Like I me, I'm not the type of guy to go around. Like, oh, I believe in you know spacecraft, witchcraft, and all that stuff. You know, I don't. I'm not that guy. You know, I, I understand it's there, but I'm not gonna you know acknowledge it to the point where I will you know, join the bandwagon and believe it's real, you know, try to find theories and ways to prove that's real, I'm not going to do that, I'm, I'm sticking to what I truly believe in, and, uh, you know, like, I there's people out there that, you know, like that stuff, that's cool, you know, I think like that's cool, it's, it's, it's intriguing, it's interesting, but it's the belief system that you want to do, you know, it's something that you can think of, something you can do. And, you know, it's it's what you want to believe in. Me, I'm personally, I don't believe in stuff. And I, I'll acknowledge it that, you know, it's a thing. But I'm not going to believe it's real. I'm not going to put my, you know, full faith into it. That's your thing. If you want to do that, go for it. All you. Um, but that's, that's all I had to say about that. Um, what else am going to talk about today? Um... I wanna like I said, this podcast is gonna be very diverse in its subjects, you know, with, depending on the variations of who I'm with, if I'm above, if if Jesus Christ had a stroke there. If I'm with anybody or if I'm by myself. Um Right now by myself, I can just talk about whatever I want. Like I just did right now with the uh the whole world ending thing. Um <coughs> you know let's talk let's let's move from that heavy subject, that heavy topic, very sensitive heavy subject, to something more lighthearted, you know, so let's let's talk about the, let's talk about sports, uh, soccer, boom, easy sport, and not only because I love soccer, it's, you know, it's the first thing that pops in my head, actually, no, it's because I like soccer, um, (laughs) let's talk about the MLS, you know, the MLS is the American Soccer League, known as Major League Soccer, here in the United States, and it's really actually an interesting league, in my opinion. You know, of course, I, you know, me, I love soccer all around the world. I follow it, you know, I, I watch it, you know, because for me, soccer is soccer. I don't care. I don't, you know, I'm not, not going to say, oh, I, I hate this team. I love that team. I'm not going to bandwagon over worldwide teams. You know, I'm, I'm going to go something local, you know. I'm from Arizona, and I love this team called Phoenix Rising. That's, that's Arizona's soccer team in the second division of American soccer known as the USL. And um, I've been I've been to a couple games, and it's 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 fun. You know, it's good to see, you know, Arizona having their own team. And you know, there's there's it's not just you know it's a small team. You know, I've been to the stadium. It's recently brand new built, and they're already making plans if they ever join MLS to build a like twenty one million dollar planned stadium, or something to make to see like fifty to a hundred thousand people or something. It, it, it's wild, but the the stadium they have now is a little pop up stadium, which I actually really like. It's cool, and they have a lot of partnerships with companies. I Actually, like you know, and it's it, it's 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 a nice place, you know. It's not too big, you know. It, you know I get it's small for some people, but for me, it's I like it, you know. It sits around like a thousand, three thousand people, you know, around there. Maybe less, maybe more. I don't know. I I I'm I could be just throwing numbers around here out of proportion, but um. You know, I, I like that, you know, it's showing that this community soccer is, like, growing in communities that don't really acknowledge this, you know, as a big sport, you know. Um, like, you know, people, whenever people think of sports and they think of the United States, the first thing they I think about is either football or basketball or baseball. One of the three. They don't, man- they don't mention hockey. They don't mention tennis. They don't mention tennis. They don't mention soccer. You know, they don't mention golf. You know, they mention football, hockey, no, football, basketball, and baseball. Those are the three main sports that are only known, you know, that get more more notably recognized in the United States. Nobody realized that there's other sports in the States, you know, like like soccer, the MLS. And right now, the MLS is growing. The MLS started back in 1994, 1996, I want to say. I don't know. One of the two years. What are those two years. And, um,. There are teams there there's theres there's a team that I follow name less known as LA, LA galaxy i always I will always follow them they' they're one of my favorite teams you know and they're they're just a good team you know I like them um but people people who like other teams from leagues outside the United States or outside of North and South America will bash onto them even and and they can be people who live outside of North South America or people who live inside north and south America. Um, it doesn't make any sense, you know, it's, it's stupid, it's dumb, you know, because like I said, this is, here's the thing, the MLS is a growing league, this started in, in the 90s, alright, this happened during the, like during the World Cup, when soccer was held in North America and you know, we're getting a lot of recognition, you know, we're doing great, we're, you know, this, is, this is, you know, this is, we can capitalize on this with money, and you know, people who actually enjoy the sport, we can have them play here, we can have we can form our own league, we can do this, boom, we'll do it, and guess what? It happened. It, it happened. And over the years, there have been some teams that have, that have come and gone. Uh, the teams that I know that have come and gone... Uh, Chivas USA, Miami Heat... Not Miami Heat. Pardon me. Jesus Christ. Uh, Miami Fusion. And... Uh, what was the other team? The New York Metros, I think? Yeah, the New York Metros. Um, those teams no longer exist. Chivas does, but not in the U.S. Chivas is known from, from Guadalajara and Mexico... And they decided, you know what? Let's let's build a team in 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 California, and they did. do the Chivas USA, which they didn't really end well when they were disbanded in 2013. Yeah, it's uh, ooh, it's, ooh, it's not a good call for them. Not t- 2014. Pardon me. No, no, I actually, it was right. It was 2013. 2013 was the year that Chivas USA disbanded. Anyway, um. But throughout the years many teams have come and they've they've tried to conquer the MLS and some haven't, some have. Um take Seattle for instance. Seattle joined back in like two thousand seven. I don't know, I could be wrong here. Let me pull up my let me pull up the Googles right quick. Um Let's see. We Google Alright, um like this league' is, it's a really small league, you know, I get it it's in the United States, but it's still a growing league, and it has a very very strong fan base, you know, it has passionate fans have you know they go to all the games, you know everything, and it's really cool, you know, I like this you know it's it's a league I'm willing to stand by and devote my time into watching this and probably invest in, you know um teams you know well yeah, I was right, I was right the MLS did start in nineteen ninety six and there are Quite a few teams that did start in during that time from 1996. The teams that started from 1996 and are continuing today are Colorado Colorado Rapids, pardon me, Columbus Crew, DC United, Dallas Burn, which were then rebranded to FC Dallas, the Kansas City Wizards, which have now rebranded to Sporting Kansas City, LA Galaxy, New England Revolution, and the New York. Doge, Jesus Christ. The New York slash New Jersey MetroStars, which then rebranded to the New York Red Bulls. Now, um, now there, like I said, there were. I, I lied. Actually, no. And actually, yeah, I was right. That is it. And there are three teams that no longer exist: the Tampa Bay Mutiny from 1996 to 2001, very short-lived, uh, along with Miami Fusion from 98 to, to 01, very short-lived. And she was, I was right, to, I was right to, the, the second time. I was right. Uh, uh he was we were from 05 to 14. Jesus Christ! But a lot of teams have come and come and go. So far, there's 23 teams now. 23 teams, uh, with the inclusion of this year's Los Angeles FC, which, oh my God! Oh, I, okay. I I can't describe some. I can't describe this alone. But the fans of some MLS teams are just not worth you know meeting. You know, teams like Atlanta United, um, and uh, and LAFC, their fan bases are just some of the worst people. Like Atlanta, I don't really okay Atlanta. I can't say much about Atlanta. You know, I really haven't seen much of Atlanta's fan base do anything dumb, do anything stupid. I really haven't seen all. I've seen them just them be passionate about the game, and you know, they go to the games and enjoy it, and that's perfect. You know, I have you know, but I always I always see them. Get bashed on social medias and everything you know. It, it it confuses me. It really does. It genuinely confuses me, and you know, I I don't know how to feel about that. But there is, but Los Angeles FC, they 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 bother me a lot. You know, they're 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 new to this. They're new to this 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 league. This they this is their inaugural season, and they the the amount of confidence they have. To be so obnoxious and just loud and just downright just horrible people is just unbelievable. Especially LAFC's personal Twitter account that whenever they score a goal, you know, they they would brag about it. You know, like, oh, wow, you know, this player scored a goal. That's fine. But if, you know, they're playing against their quote-unquote new rival team, which is the LA Galaxy, which have been around for way longer have a better history than them, you know. Whenever LA Galaxy, like if if they just met for the first time, Galaxy and LAFC played for the first time and Galaxy won three two with a comeback victory, which is unbelievable, dude, unfreaking believable. Actually, no, they won four three. Pardon me, they won four three. I remember that game. That was freaking unbelievable. on the car. Why am I getting in and out? Anyway, um. Now the thing is, um, uh, whenever a Galaxy is playing against a different team, let's say let's say Galaxy is playing against Chicago. Let's say that, right? No, let's say actually no. Let's say Galaxy is playing against uh, Timbers or Sounders, any any team, and the opposing team scores on the Galaxy. LAFC will take to Twitter, and just, just harass the LA Galaxy. As if they're nothing, you know, and it, the amount of of confidence, the amount of balls they have to do that, is just mind boggling. It's dumb, it's stupid, and it's just so unprofessional for them to do that. You you know, you're a new team, you're a a baby team that can be made fun of. You're basically the reincarnation team of a team that went extinct and had a horrible horrible run in the MLS. You're basically that. And you're disrespecting a team that that's been around since the very beginning, that is on par you know, one of the greatest teams in this league's history, and has had some of the most legendary players come and go. And you guys haven't won us anything at all, and you're just talking all this crap. And it's honestly it's dumb. It's it's just mind boggling, it's stupid, you know. I'm not, I'm not saying this because I'm a Galaxy fan. I'm saying this because I'm an MLS fan, and it's time to realize that this team has some arrogance, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's dumb. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate the amount of arrogance they've had with this. But, you know, other teams that, you know, I feel like there, there are some teams in this league that can be underdogs, and those underdog teams can be like, Philadelphia Union who have who have had horrible seasons since 2010. They have how do they won anything. I don't think uh, Philadelphia Philadelphia have has never won the MLS Cup ever since they joined. They've never won it. They have zero MLS Cup wins and zero MLS and zero supporter shields. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Like, they, like I have high hopes. You know, I have high hopes that this team can become an underdog team and somehow pull a comeback and become MLS Cup champions. I'm not a big supporter of them, you know, I've, but they have players that I actually enjoy, that they have players that they have potential, and I feel like this team can use some help and, you know, reach it far enough. I want to talk about Vancouver last season. They were unbelievable, dude. Vancouver Whitecaps were just unbelievable. Yes, I said Vancouver, and I said, this, is, this league is the United States, right? There are three teams from uh, from Canada that are in this league. Vancouver Whitecaps, Montreal Impact, and uh, Toronto FC. Um, I think the earliest team to join from Canada was Toronto. Yeah, Toronto joined in 2007, and Montreal which was the final team joined in 2012, and Vancouver joined in 2011. But uh, these teams... I feel like these teams can, you know, need a boost. Toronto is just doing phenomenally already. They won their first MLS Cup last season, and they just were just destroying everybody last season. It was unbelievable. Um, Montreal are struggling to make it past the the, final... They're struggling to make it past quarterfinals. That's what I've noticed. They've lost to... Columbus crew in the quarterfinals in 2015, and it 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 wasn't their season, you know. I mean, they had Montreal had a good season. Don't get me wrong, but that season wasn't gonna end well if they were gonna go against Columbus, which at the time they had a, Columbus had a really strong lineup at the time, and Montreal didn't have much, and that's when they got knocked out of the of the of the of the, of the, of the, of the tournament. I want another big team, another small team. I think can be an underdog is Minnesota United. They just joined last season in twenty seventeen, and I feel like these guys. Last season was horrible for them. They barely won any matches last season, and this season they're still struggling to get back up on their feet from last season's catastrophe. But I feel like they can pull back and make something happen, and I want that. I want to see that. But one team that I realize is that is just doing phenomenally is uh, FC Dallas. FC Dallas. One one thing I don't with Dallas is that um, that uh, they've been struggling for years to make uh, to sell tickets for attendance. They had an entire section closed off for construction ever since they first joined the league. I'm not even kidding. From 1996 to 2018. That section has been closed off. A big-ass chunk of the stadium just closed off for construction. And they finally uh, uh, they finally just opened it. The stadium sells out, dude. That is unbelievable. Don't this, this, get me wrong. This this team has never had a sold-out stadium ever in their season. Never in, actually, scratch that. They haven't had a, a sold-out stadium since they first started. That's, that's it. That's the only time they had a sold-out stadium. It was their inaugural season in 1996. Now, in 2018... They're getting their first ever sold-out stadium against Portland. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean that they're going to get more, more morale to continue and, you know, try harder? I actually hope so because this is a team I want to, you know, put my time into and see how far this goes. I genuinely want to see how far this goes with Dallas. Um, people bash on the MLS, calling it the Retirement League. Which is the dumbest thing ever. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's so dumb, dude. It's just because people, players from around the world that are in their 30s, in their early 30s or late 30s coming to the MLS, doesn't mean it's a retirement league. You, like, here's, like, it's hard to describe. There's one thing that the MLS has done to prove those haters wrong is when Barcelona B, Barcelona, a team halfway across the world, in Spain, sent a scout sent a scout to Canada to Canada to Montreal, watched a few games of this player, and signed a 19-year-old Canadian international. 19 years old, and he's being recognized by a team halfway across the world, and we're known as a retirement league. Pfft, you're retarded, Euro snobs. I get that that old players come and go, you know. Old players leave and they come, leave and they come, blah, 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 you know. But that's not the thing. The thing is, as long as players are coming in and playing, that's all we care about. We don't care how old they are. We don't care if they're nineteen. We don't care if they're eleven. We don't care if they're thirty-five. We don't care if they're twenty-eight. As long as they're playing and entertaining us and and doing playing the sport that we came to watch, that's it. That's all we care about. But then you have Euro snobs, like, England and Spain and everything. And they're just like, oh, well, you see here, right? mate." Um, that's, yeah, that was, that was offensive. <laughs> that was highly offensive. Um, but you have Euro snobs out there that are just getting mad at players for missing one touch. And he could be, like, 28. He can be, no, we'll, we'll throw it around a number. He can be 25. The player can be 25 years old and... If he gets injured, that can mean time off. You know, time off—either a month, a few weeks, hell, even a year. Marco Royce from Germany, he was out almost, almost two seasons basically, and he came back, played a few games, and now there's potential that he might get injured again. Who knows? But ever since his first injury, Marco Royce is injury prone. Okay, he plays for Borussia Dortmund in in Germany, in the Bundesliga. <clears throat> You know, and people say that oh, he's gonna be the the, the German Messi. He'd be ashamed if he got injured, and he gets injured, and you're know, like oh, he's injured. Time to sell him. Like people here in the United States, whenever we see a player and we get a player, we don't abuse them, we don't harass them, we don't do anything. We just support them, and we're grateful that they're here because they're bringing us more recognition. They're bringing us hope. You know that that this league will grow all over the United States in Vegas in, um, let's see, in Wyoming, in, oh, Jesus, pardon me, in, uh, I don't know, in in Nevada, you know, and, uh, oh, God, my nose, I, my, my nose is running right now, and, um, you know, I want to see things like that, you know. I want to see teams, I want to see this league grow, you know, MLS supporters and teams and, you know, everybody here in MLS, we support players that we come that coming from around the world. When Galaxy got David Beckham, dude, he was introduced like a god, I am not even kidding, dude, people worshipped David Beckham from coming into the MLS as if he were like an angel sent from God himself, and it was amazing. When Terry Henry came to the MLS and played with the Red Bulls, he was worshipped, dude. He wasn't booed by Galaxy fans. He wasn't booed by Red Bull fans. He wasn't harassed. He was praised because, you know, this is a player we could use. This is a player that can help us. This is a player that can, you know, make this, this league grow and show interest, you know, bring more people into the stadium. Freaking David Villa. Nobody cared about New York City until David Villa came. Nobody cared when Andrew Pirlo, until Andrew Pirlo came. To freaking New York City, nobody cared about New York City until Frank Lampard came. Nobody cared that freaking Gerard came to Galaxy or now. And Galaxy, uh, for the reason, after season, they've been struggling to sell out tickets, they've been struggling horribly. And now that they got Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I had to do that, sorry. Ever since we got Zlatan, the stadium sold out for the first time in almost two years. Almost two years after years and years of failing to reach the finals again. We finally sell out the stadium on an important match as well and he makes a big difference. He was praised, dude. He was wanted, he was ha- he was just welcome to the family when he first arrived in Galaxy in California. World class players shouldn't be treated as if they're just objects. That's, that's what Europe does. England, Germany, Spain, you know, all those countries, they treat their players as if, as if they're ob- ob- as if they're like, they treat them as if they were like human versions of supreme clothing. Like Neymar, the kid's talented. I'll give him that. Right, he's, he's 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 fun to watch. You know. He, of course, he has his moments of flopping here and there, but PSG spent 222 million euros on him. And the moment he gets injured, we gotta hurry up and find a new replacement. Because we know Edison Cavani won't do that, so we'll find a new replacement. They treat them as if they're just objects. Here we treat them as if they're people. We give them love and affection and you know show them of our gratitude for being in the MLS. In Europe, not so much of a difference, you know. Here, here's, here's how it is, all right. North America is MLS. Europe and all the countries over there is Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar. That's it. If 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 your team doesn't have Ronaldo. Messi or Neymar, or doesn't have a world-class player in it, and or it's not from Europe, your team is your team does not count. Your team does not matter. Your team doesn't exist. That that's basically it. If your team is not Real Madrid, Barcelona, Paris Saint Germain, which is PSG, Bayern Munich, Manchester United or City, uh, another t- uh, Juventus. If your team is not any of those teams, your team does not exist. That is how Europe, Euro, Euro snobs see the world of, fo- of football. That's how they see it. You know, oh, oh, like you're know, like, oh, bro, did you, did you see that that one team of uh, of Watford? Who's Watford? Are they Real Madrid and have Cristiano Ronaldo? Nope. All right, then I don't care. That's Europe. Oh, bro, did you did you hear that? Salata wants a Galaxy. What's a Galaxy? Is that a food? Do they have Ronaldo? Don't care if they don't have Ronaldo. That's basically it. Oh, what's a San Jose earthquake? Do so they have a Messi? No? Okay, I'll just go back to uh, drinking my $400,000 beer for no reason. That's literally Euro snobs. And I, I know I'm getting a little exaggerated on that. But I just wanted to get it off my chest because it just bothered me, dude. It really did. Um, <laughs> That took a lot of energy and time to talk about that. I'm a passionate soccer fan, you know, I love soccer, I grew up playing, I grew up watching it, and, and I'll, I'll always support it until the day I die, honestly, honest to God, no matter what team or what league I, I watch or support, I will, I will just watch it to the very end, because it, it's just football to me, it's just football, and it's just, a, it shows a big community that, you know, it's just a big, 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 big community of people who love one thing and one thing in common, and that's football. And one thing and like I want to point that out that you know I say that it's a big community is I want to go back to uh 2016's um euros. It was the european champion, it was a European finals between France and Portugal and France were the underdogs to win because they were hosting the euros. they've been unbelievably amazing that tournament, and Portugal were their final were their was their opponents in the finals, and Portugal have never been in France in the euros at the time, and they beat him you know and france France, France are just in disbelief, you know how could we lose to Portugal? how could we lose in our home country? you know we we're the ones organizing all this you know how could we lose this and that you know, and there's a video I saw that really hit me right in my heart it was a It was a French fan just looking up and he started crying, you know he's crying it's it's it, it, remember this is an adult man, an adult man crying. That his country lost. His country lost in the finals. He was in the stadium crying. He witnessed it. And the little boy and his father were walking. And the little boy stops his father. And he asks, you know, he, can we talk to him? And the little boy starts talking to the man. And the little boy is wearing red and green. Signifying that he is from Portugal. And supports Portugal. And is happy that they won. But he realizes this man is in pain. Crying that his home country lost the finals. In his home country. So what does the little boy and his father do? The little boy and his father. Remember, this is a little boy. A little boy at like 13 years old or 11 years old at best all right and his father comforting somebody who a complete stranger that they don't know from a completely different country they're, they're comforting him because it's, it's it's what this sport does this sport brings people together this sport brings people to joy to love to happiness and it's just unbelievable dude when I saw that video I genuinely cried dude I cried Another video I saw from Europe during the during that year's Euros was of Ireland. Holy hell! People, people who you know stereotype Irish people for just being drunk out the ass, you know, and just just doing this, doing hooligan things, be, making hooligan noise because they're hooligan boys, you know, who, who you know things like that. That 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 just bothers me a lot. It really does. And I I saw a video of Irish people just dancing in France cheering you know having a great time with the locals you know and it was the whole compilation of Irish people you know doing great things they broke a car they like they dented a the roof of a car and what they did is they fixed they, they 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 were dancing on a car and they dented the roof of a random stranger's car what do they do they personally fixed themselves themselves complete strangers fix some random person's car and they left that person euros. They left that person money in the window. They slipped the money through the window. Out of, out of pure kindness, pure joy, pure love. And there's another part of that video where they're, you know, they're, they're, dan- they're singing, dancing on a train. And then they realize, oh, this little boy is going to sleep. This little infant baby is going to bed. And you know what? Let's sing this little child a lullaby. And they sung that child a lullaby. And the, chi- and the, 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 the woman was a nun. And they just, she was happy. She was grateful that they sung this this, this child a lullaby. There's a bunch of another. There's another part of this video that the, a bunch of Irishmen were singing a love song to a a, a beautiful French woman. Yes, I'll admit the woman was beautiful, and they started singing a song to her, and it was just unbelievable. She was flattered. They gave her flowers and everything, and they just partied down the street. They had a good time with French people, people from other countries, just having a good time, and they were recognized by. UEFA themselves and give them an award for being just outstanding people, and it was unbelievable. That's why I love all football around the world. It brings people together. I don't care what team you support. I don't care anything about that. It just brings people together, and that's what I love about it. People might find the sport boring and stuff. You know, it's the sport is not meant for everybody. You know, I'm just gonna flat out say it, it's not for everybody. It's meant for me because I grew up watching it. I grew up playing it. I love it, and it's just unbelievable for me. You know, I love it and bring, it lets me meet new people. Lets me meet you know gives me new opportunities and everything. It's just fun, dude, I I love it, and, you know, it's just, this sport is just unbelievable, dude, I don't care where you're from, I don't care what team you support, I don't care what league you support, I don't care your nationality or anything, I don't care, as long as you, you and I both love soccer or football, you know, cultural balance, we can get along, you know, because that's what this sport does, I'm repeating, I'm getting repetitive at this point, but it just brings us together, brings the world together, and it's just great, you know, I feel like that's a really good stopping point for the podcast. It's only half an hour long, an hour, like 35, yeah, 35 minutes long. You know, I'm going to end it here. It's been fun. I'm probably going to do this again this weekend with the longer, the longer podcast, probably, and more people. And most likely, most definitely a different subject. But uh, for now, is where I'm going to end it off. Thank you for watching. Bye.